next time we can do Welcome the back to Round Guy the Podcast. As we're going to do a new series called Day Tripping with Bob DeWitt. Uh, Bob does a lot of day trips. I know gas is pretty high, and uh, maybe day trips might be a better vacation option for you. Welcome program, Bob. Uh, thanks for having me. Now, what, what are we going to talk about today? Where, where, where are you? Well, let, let's talk about Pella, Iowa. And, uh, of course, as you know, I'm in Illinois, so any chance to get out of Illinois, uh, I take it. And most of my day trips from here, and I, I'm in Galesburg, Illinois, so I'm pretty close to the Iowa border anyway. But uh, Pella, Iowa, we did last year, that was uh, that was really interesting. A nice little trip and uh, right in the center of Iowa. So, Yeah, well... Uh, they're really famous for the tulip time. Uh, we've been trying to get somebody on there to represent to talk about tulip time, but we haven't been able to. But uh, tell us about Pella and, and uh, why was it a great experience for you? Well, the first thing people talk about is tulip time. And I've never been there. And to be honest with you, I don't like the crowds. I, I kind of try to stay away from festival days. And uh, Pella Historical Society has a museum and it, it's self-guided. There's 22 buildings. It's a, actually a little village. And uh, it's got the world's tallest windmill, uh, or the tallest one in the United States anyway, a working windmill. Uh, you can actually go inside of it. Uh, they'll, they'll run the windmill while you're up, up in it, and uh, it'll grind the uh, grain into flour, and you can actually buy the flour there. Uh, 22 buildings. Uh, they've got a sod house. Uh, yeah, they've got a black smith shop which of course everybody does uh the highlight of it for me anyway is uh wyatt earp was lived there through his teen years uh, through the civil war and they did a million dollar uh renovation of the building it was actually a, a, a apartment house i guess when he lived there but they did a million dollar renovation two years ago on that and it opened last year and it's all interactive, but a lot of information on Wyatt Earp. And when you walk up the steps, uh, there's bullet holes that they've got it where they're basically shooting at you. So you're kind of dodging the bullets. So it's just a really, really interesting little village. And uh, a lot of people I've talked to, and I put it on my Facebook page, but a lot of people that I, I've talked to, they talk about the Tulip Festival, and they had visited Pella for that, but they had no idea that uh, the... Uh, historical village was there so pretty interesting and it's open march through december i think it's closed sundays but uh i think it's 10 to 4 10 to 5 but really worth the trip to go over and walk through that thing and uh, and that part, we went a week after the tulip festival so there was a lot of flowers still and you got to see it you just didn't have to uh you know run through the crowds to see it so pretty interesting uh pretty interesting little town and a lot of a lot of iowa history there yeah my wife and i did go up for tulip time last year and we took a tour driving around the town and, and there are millions of tulips and it's a it's a, a beautiful idea i like the idea you came a week after so you avoided the crowds and then you got to see some of this historical village uh did you get a dutch letter while you're up there did i get a what Oh, there's a pastry shop there that makes Dutch letters. And, uh, oh, I, I didn't. No, I didn't, but I, I have heard about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, you know, kind of a tasty, unique kind of uh, treat. Uh, Pella's a, a very unique uh, community. There's uh, a lot of millionaires that live there, so I'm, uh, it doesn't surprise me that they could raise that kind of money. 
Uh, how did you hear about the the Pella thing? What what was it that that decided to to take the day trip? Actually, I seen uh, I seen a post on Facebook that uh, somebody had went there, and and, uh, and then I was reading. I take True West magazine, and I was reading True West magazine, and they had a, an article on the restoration of the Wyatt uh, building or home. So that kind of piqued my interest, and I'm looking, and I'm a little over two hours away. So I thought that that that's a nice day trip. So. Uh, and like I said, we spent the day. We went down to uh, Knoxville, which is 10 miles away to the Sprinkler Hall of Fame. And honestly, I'm not a big fan of, of uh, racing, but that was a pretty interesting place, too. And uh, just, you know, I, I try to add things as I'm going on a trip to, uh, you know, so I can stop on the way there and then on the way back and just kind of make a full day of it. Yeah, I heard a lot about that uh, Hall of Fame, the, the Sprint Car Hall of Fame there. I, I heard it was amazing. It really is. Uh, I guess the museum opened back in uh, 91. The, the Sprint Car Hall of Fame opened in 86, but the museum part opened in 91. And they've got between 30 and 35 open-wheel cars uh, dating back to the, I think, 1920s up to current times. And uh, and then they, the hall upstairs where the Hall of Fame is, and it has the pictures and the history of, of the inductees, but it's also where you can watch the races. It's it's a, a view of the racetrack, and I guess on race days you can actually get a ticket to go up there. So, so you're inside, and uh, probably a little, for old people like me, probably a little less noise. Uh, but you can actually get in a sprint car. I'm telling you, I'm six two and two hundred fifty pounds. So those sprint cars aren't made for me. But I was able to get in one and get a picture taken. So that was kind of cool. So that that whole area is just there's just a lot of stuff around there. And uh, uh, I'll tell you, uh, they both have websites. So if you want to get information on these, the the Pella one is PellaHistorical.com. And the sprint car one is sprintcarhof.com, which is Hall of Fame. So that's two different ones. You get information on them, and you know, I'm not an expert on these places. I just like to travel, and uh, hopefully we can still do that with the price of gas. But uh, a lot of interesting places in Iowa. There's, uh, you know, the John Wayne Museum. I don't know if you've talked to anybody from there yet. Uh, we talked to the director of the John Wayne Museum. Uh, we, we spent like an hour and a half talking to him. It was, uh, how, yeah. how did I miss that? Well, I'll send it over to you. Um, yeah, it was a, it, it, that John Wayne Museum is really famous in Winterset. So you you enjoyed that too? Oh, I really did. And uh, he was born. Uh, he was a thirteen pound baby, born at home. <laughs> so that's uh, that's quite amazing too. My my favorite part of that museum was uh, the car that he had. Uh, they've got a station wagon that he owned, and he had, a, because of his height, he had it modified where the roof was raised, and uh, the car was actually modified by George Paris, who did the Monster Coach and the Batmobile, and uh, the Beverly Hillbillies car. Yeah, oh, Paris did that. He did the Beverly Hillbillies car. The truck, uh, I mean. I'm not. I'm not. Did he do theirs? I wasn't. Yeah, I saw. I saw an uh, episode where he did that. They went to the. Uh, to the dump and they found that truck and then you know he fixed it up but then he put it you know there was different episodes where there was all kinds of different stuff on there that 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 he did yeah george barris he's a 
But uh, the, the director of the John Wayne Museum, he mentioned that, uh, that you really got to come and see that station wagon. He thought that was one of yeah. their prize, uh, prize possessions, actually. I tell you, you, you mentioned the Beverly Hillbillies uh, truck, which was actually a car yeah, man. Uh, that they, mo- they modified, but I've, we've, uh, we've set it. Uh, it was donated to uh, a museum down on the campus of College of the Ozarks in Missouri, and uh, uh, it's a great museum. I can't remember the name of it, but they've got the car there. Paul Henning, who is a producer of the show, he donated that car to that museum, and you can actually get your picture taken at it. And I don't know how Jethro got in that car, I'm telling you, because it was a tight squeeze for, for me to get in the, behind the steering wheel. But but another pretty interesting thing to see. I, you know, I love the old TV cars. Uh, and you I know like, I had a Mayberry car for years, so I'm kind of into the theme cars anyway. Well, I love the Beverly Hillbillies. I think that was my favorite show I ever saw. Uh, well, Bob, uh, we appreciate you talking. Is there anything you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? Uh, no, I, I encourage people to visit these websites and uh, to get more information because, like I said, I'm not an expert on them. But uh, maybe next time we can talk about the Walt Disney Hometown Museum in Marceline, Missouri. It's not an Iowa trip, but probably be a pretty easy day trip for uh, yeah. for most people, at least from southern Iowa. Yeah, that, that's what we're looking for. You know, uh, we could even talk about some things in communist Illinois that you could go see, I guess. Well, I can't think of anything I'd want to go see. You know, with a <laughs> I, I, I don't really like to cross the border I've there. I've lived here too long, but uh, but yeah, anytime. Like I said, we're uh, I'm not an expert on these places, but uh, I can tell you how to get there and how to get more information. So if uh, if we're getting into traveling season again, and like you say, with the price of gas. A lot of people aren't going to be driving or flying, for that matter, to Florida, because I think you're going to see airfares go crazy, too. Yeah, it's it's very sad what's going on and what's happening to our country. I'd say every single person in the world is worse off than they were three years ago. Yeah, I think so, too. And and uh, honestly, I think a lot of people are laughing at our country right now, yeah. which is sad. Yeah, it, it's very sad. It's just a worldwide uh, drop in the standard of living. That's uh, really hard to take, but I appreciate you coming on. We want to do some episodes about day trips because I don't think people are going to be able to do much more than that. And plus we've got so many great sites to visit right here in Iowa. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get away. You can just take an afternoon and, and go and see some of these things. Well, exactly. Bob, we thank you for being on the show and uh, we'll try to do a regular series about day trips. This has been uh, All right. This has been Day Trippin' with Bob DeWitt. Thanks for listening.